Hello and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and it is my joy and my pleasure to welcome you today. Welcome back to all you regular listeners. I am so thankful that you are here. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for downloading day after day. And welcome to anyone who's found us for the first time. I'm so glad that you are here today, friend. So don't run off quite yet. Stick around and let's see what the Lord has for us. Please know that I continue to pray for you regularly, that the Lord will draw you closer to Him and that you will have a desire to know more of him to spend more time with him and in his word we must do this as believers friends we spend time with those that we love and so if we say we are Christ followers but we don't have time to think about him or time to pray or time to worship outside of a corporate setting or time to study our bible we've got to have a heart check we got to consider our ways much like we talked about in yesterday's uh yesterday's podcast about what the prophet Haggai told the people the Lord told him to tell the people that he says the same to us consider our ways and so I'm so excited that you're here I'm so excited that we can be here together please know that I love to hear from you so if you feel so led send me a message sometime and let me know what the Lord is doing in your life as you're spending time with him you can find my email down in the show notes it's a word for this day at gmail.com and I'd love to hear from you the other things that you can find in the show notes is um, a link to our uh, the little video short where I'm doing some Bible journaling on each of these verses, just encouraging more people to be in his word and think about him in different ways throughout the day. Um, there's a long video that shows my process, and then there's one each day that'll match this verse. And then I've got my Bible study journals if you want to take sermon notes and then really dig in and, and uh, think about what your pastor was talking about go back and read about those things. It's a good practice for us to do that. Um, and then the most important thing that I have down in the show notes is the uh, scripture references that I talk about in each episode. So you can go back and look those up for yourself. Well, our verse for the day for January the 8th, 2000. Uh, 24 comes from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Oh, friends, there's a lot of stuff here, and so I'm excited for us to see what we can learn today. We are back in that book of Acts. Of course, this is the first time in 2024 that we're here because we're at the very beginning. And if you're new to this podcast, I've picked verses um, whose reference match the day or the date. And so we're in Acts 1-8, and it is uh, January one. I'm sorry, it's January the 8th, 2024, so 1-8 and 1-8, and uh, this is our third season of doing that, and so uh, it's just a way uh, for us to be all over the scripture, and I love to see what God does, uh, because his word is living and active. I picked these verses well over a year ago, and it's so neat to see how God puts them all together. I give him all the glory and praise for that, um, but we're in this book of Acts, and Acts is a book of early 
early church history. We know that it's in the New Testament. The New Testament starts with the four Gospels, and then it moves to church history, and there's one book, and that's this book of Acts. Then it moves to Paul's letters, and a lot of what's in Paul's letters correlate to what we see in Acts. Um, And then the general letters written by men who were not Paul and then New Testament prophecy. Now, our Old Testament has several uh, history books in it um, because it's the whole monarchy of uh, Israel and what all went on with that. Um, But this uh, book of Acts tells us once Jesus um, came and then uh, was crucified and was resurrected and ascended back to heaven and he sent out his apostles and his disciples to start spreading the word and that good news of the gospel began to spread this is where acts picks up and we know uh, based on uh, early church history that uh, luke wrote this the gospel writer luke wrote acts and we can tell that because if we look at the beginning of luke's gospel and luke was the only gentile writer and, and when i say gentile That means that he was not a Jew. So he knew the good news of this gospel, that um, this gospel of salvation, which said that uh, eternal life and salvation could be for everyone. You didn't have to be in in a certain bloodline. It didn't have to be, didn't matter who your uh, mama and daddy were or what uh, social uh, status you had. It all came down to faith. And it's always ever been about faith. It was that way all the way from the beginning. Uh, But Luke would have known this good news um, that that Jesus came for everyone. And so he wrote the Gospel of Luke. And when he opened it up, he says, Inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also having followed all things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, that you may have certainty concerning the things you have been taught. So he was writing, this is his gospel telling about Jesus's earthly ministry. He was writing to Theophilus and he wanted him to know he did an orderly account. And then the neat thing is, is when you look over at Acts, which is where we are today, and you go to Acts 1, it says, in the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That's going to really tie into our verse here in a minute. But do you see those similarities? Luke said, you know, in my first book, Theophilus, I told you these things. But now this is what happened after. And so that's this history book that we're in. We don't know who Theophilus was. Um, we don't know if that was just a pseudonym that was referring to all who would be uh, lovers of God and followers of Christ because Theo means God, Phyllis means love. Or was it a specific person? Um, it, we just don't know, but I'm thankful that it's there because Luke does such a good job giving us all this background. Luke was a physician and he was a 
traveling companion with the Apostle Paul, and um, we don't know a whole lot more other than he was a Gentile physician, and he uh, wrote these books, and he traveled with the Apostle Paul. Um, But, oh, I'm so thankful. If you look at the number of chapters and verses in his two books in the New Testament, it's almost as many as um, Paul's 13 letters, if you just look at chapters and verses. And so uh, this is a big chunk, and so I love it when we're here. I love the way that Luke gives this orderly account. Well, as we just read, he opened up and he reminded them that um, Jesus, after his resurrection, stayed with them. He was seen by many and um, he ordered them not to go away from Jerusalem. He said, stay right there where you are. Stay here. Um, and that promised Holy Spirit is coming. He said, "You uh, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Now, Jesus had told them back, um, we read about in John's gospel, when he was getting ready, when he knew his time was short, and he knew he was starting to prepare them that he was going to be handed over um, and he was going to go away, but he told them not to worry that he wasn't leaving them as orphans, that he had asked the Father and the Father was going to send the Holy Spirit to be their comforter and he would guide them in all truth. And um, and so uh, they had heard about that from the Lord Jesus, but it hadn't really been poured out on everybody yet. Um, but Jesus was telling them, you go ahead to Jerusalem, right, as he was getting ready to ascend. And um it won't be very long until that Holy Spirit will come down. And so we read here in chapter 1 of Acts, verse 6, it says, So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will it you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And so they were still expecting there was going to be some big military might. They didn't understand that um, that may be big in the world standards, but from God's standpoint, they had no idea. The world didn't have any idea what it's going to mean when Jesus reigns and rules forever and ever. But he says in verse seven, he said, he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons that the father is fixed by his own authority. And here's our verse, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And I'm going to read just a little past that. It says, and when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took them, took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come into the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And so they were waiting. He had told them what was going to happen, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses. So they knew that was coming. They didn't know how it was going to be. And then if we fast forward over to the beginning of chapter two, it tells how what happened and how they received that Holy Spirit in power. It says in, in chapter two, verse one, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and 
began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And it goes on to tell that there were God-fearing Jews from all, every nation under heaven who were there. And um, when these 120 that were in that upper room went out and started telling about what God had done and and really telling the gospel, uh, these people didn't know what to think. But we see that they all heard, listen to this in verse 6, at this sound, the multitude multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language and they were amazed and astonished saying are not all these who are speaking Galileans and how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language Um, but they were if we go down here at the bottom it says we hear them telling in, in verse 11 we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God and so they were his witnesses they started out right there in Jerusalem and then we read uh, what went on from there how they it just expanded and it um, began to spread throughout the the region and then to the world and friends that's how we know about Jesus is because somebody told somebody who told somebody who told somebody and what a blessing but I'm so thankful that the Lord uh, gave them this reminder you know he told them you go ahead and wait Um, Um, And they were baptized. They were washed over with that Holy Spirit. John had baptized with a baptism of repentance. And we've read about that in um, in the Gospels. It was to encourage people to turn away from their sins. But... Um, it wasn't a complete cleansing. Only the Lord Jesus, after what he did on the cross, when he paid the penalty that we owed with his life, he we owed a debt that we couldn't pay and because all of us are sinners. And we owe that to a holy God because that holy God cannot be in the presence of sin. But God loves us so much that he sent Jesus who died on that cross. He laid down his life for us. He was the sacrifice. He paid the price for the sins, for our sins, for everybody's sins in the whole world. And they placed him in the, he he was crucified. He died. He was placed in a tomb. He was there. And then on the third day, he was resurrected in full bodily form and seen by many we just read about his ascension here. Um, but in doing that, he made a way for us to come back to the Father. He made a way for us to be in a right relationship with the Father. Before that, we everybody's heart and uh, conscience couldn't be completely cleansed. Cleansed, Like with the Old Testament law, they had to keep offering sacrifices day after day, week after week, year after year. But Jesus's sacrifice was a one time for all, and he gave us a new heart. And um, we are new in him because he loves us so. And so this was the good news of the gospel, and they were preaching that. And that baptism that John did was just a repentance to get people to turn back to God. But this, this baptism was with the Holy Spirit, God in us, his God's Holy Spirit in us. And if we read in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, and I'll close with this, we go here a lot, but in this letter, Paul was reminding the the Ephesians that um, what we have in Christ, oh my gracious, so many wonderful things. We have forgiveness, we have redemption, we have deliverance, we're adopted, we have an inheritance that 
that inheritance of eternal life and this Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us while we're here in this world. Because in this world, we'll have trouble, Jesus said. But be of good cheer, he said, I've overcome the world. But listen to what he told them about this Holy Spirit in chapter 1 of Ephesians, verse 13. Um, It says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. It's this guarantee. It's just this deposit of what we have, and there's so much more that's coming. It's his Holy Spirit that gives us the power to do the things that he wants us to do. He gives us the uh, spiritual gifts to do the work that he wants us to do. He um, gives us or or the fruit of the Spirit is born out in our lives as we are led by the Spirit and walk in Him. And so I'm so thankful for that. We may not all speak in tongues like they did that day um, in that upper room and when all the people who heard them, uh, but He does still give His Holy Spirit to every believer. And so give Him thanks and praise for that. Don't quench that spirit. Um, heed what the spirit guides you to do. And the way we'll know more of it is if we're in the word and his spirit, Holy Spirit guides us in all truth. It brings to mind the things that the Lord has told us and he tells us what he wants us to know in his word. So I encourage you to read God's word, study God's word, live it out and share it. May we all be witnesses wherever we are. And that witness means we just tell what God's done for us. Every one of us who is a believer who's been saved, we have enough information to tell someone else how what God has done for us, how he came in. He saved us from our sins that we're no longer going to hell. He forgave us for our sins and has given us the way to walk in newness of life. And we give him all the glory and praise. It's not anything of ourselves. And so may we do that in the way that we walk, in the way that we talk, in the way that we live. Blessings to you, friends. Until next time.